summer. Are your kids off yet? Are you in full summer swing? Or maybe you're feeling increasingly frantic just trying to get shit done before the juggle begins. We can have this dreamy notion of a long hot summer spent poolside or at the beach or laying on the grass watching the clouds goodbye with the kids, making memories, going on adventures, laughing a lot. Unfortunately, the reality can sometimes be wildly different, can it not? It can feel hugely overwhelming. It can feel like a constant tussle between motherhood and business. We can feel brought down by feelings of guilt and we can end up limping into September feeling energetically depleted and looking at an equally depleted bank account. Ew. But what if we can have both? What if we can have the idyllic summer of freedom, frolics and fun and a bulging bank account by September? What if we can blend motherhood and business in a way that feels energizing and, well, just right, whether that's over the summer break or any other time. Nailing summer as a mother and a business owner can feel like the holy grail. I get it. I'm here to show you just how possible it really is. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Cory Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com, money mindset expert and success coach to you, mums with online businesses, because I'm a mum with an online business. How are you doing, my loves? Oh my goodness, I am excited for today's topic, summer, making business and motherhood work. Yes, it can. <laughs> we'll get to it. I literally just got off the back of one of the very first um, coaching calls for this round of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, and I'm just all kinds of lit up. Wow, the energy in this group. So I'm obviously recording this quite a bit in advance because um, this is just the first week for this group, but oh my days, I am just obsessed with these ladies already. They have a private Facebook group um, that we open for them and energy in there and how they're interacting with each other and celebrating. They've been celebrating some impressive wins before we've even had our first call and actually begun anything. I just, I'm blown away by the women that have come together in this round and I'm just so proud of all of them already. Uh, we had our, the, this, um, we had one call last night and one call today. 
because we do two um, on the weeks that I'm coaching. We do um, two separate call times so that people can find a time that works for them. And on the one that I just got off the back of, we cried and we laughed uproariously just on that very first call. I was just, I always moved to tears by some of the celebrations of these ladies. You know, um, one of them was telling me this is the first time she's ever really significantly invested in herself or done anything truly for her. Oh, I could well up again just even thinking about how beautiful that is. Um, so many of the ladies noticing so many different like shifts and um, changes. And it's, I mean, it's not, it shouldn't be surprising to me. It's not really surprising to me. But when we say yes to ourselves, and, you know, this was what I was telling one of the ladies after she was sharing her celebration with us, you know, when we say yes to ourselves, which is what each of these women have done by being part of this, is essentially they've said, I desire something more, something bigger, something even brighter for myself. And I'm deciding with this decision to join this group that it's available to me. I'm opting into it and I'm telling myself that I am deserving of it and that I get to have it and that I'm worthy of having it. And that is just the most foundational, fundamental shift we can make. And it just, oh, just lights me up to see these women doing this. <laughs> so good, so good. And like one of the women was celebrating the fact that money just doesn't feel like a thing anymore. She had to have some potentially expensive dental work done. And she said in the past, that was the sort of thing that she would be like, oh, and she said she remembered specifically around dental work feeling like, when will I ever be at the point when money comes to me more easily and I'm not worrying about these kind of things? And she said, and I'm just paying for it and it's no big deal. And I just feel secure about money for the first time. So good, so good, so good, so good. I mean, also, of course, it helps, you know, not only have these women said yes to themselves to be part of this group, and that just activates something inside of us and flips a switch. But also, um, a lot of the ladies have either been doing limitless money or they've been waiting for us to start um, or have revisited it for some of them who have been previous students. And so, of course, that adds to it too. That adds like beautiful fuel to the magical fire. Um, so before we get stuck into summer making business and motherhood work, let me just remind you about the snazzy, snazzily titled The Elevated Abundance Earliest of Birds. So if you're listening to this, you're like, damn it, should have been me, should have been me on those Zoom calls, should have been me celebrating those wins already. Um, don't worry, my love, there will be another round, there will be another cohort. And um, what you can do is head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Even if you signed up for previous email waitlist, but you're not inside the mastermind, it's really important to sign up again if you're interested for the next round, or if you're newly listening to this or newly feeling called to it, sign up now. Um, that's just your way of saying that this is something you're potentially interested in. And um, the next round starts in the autumn. We'll be onboarding in the back end of, well, it's probably mid back end of October, just to give you an idea of what that looks like. Um, and so if you get on the email waitlist um, for a short period, like which we are now in, so for the earliest of birds period, um, we will be inviting people to have conversations with me about joining and if we both agree that it would be a good fit, you will actually have the opportunity to save your space for the autumn cohort and um, gain access to Limitless Money, which is worth $597 if you are purchasing it. And you get the earliest of birds exclusive discount. So if that sounds good to you, if you are like, do you know what? I really should have been in this May cohort. I am not going to miss the next round. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate to get your name on the email waitlist. Okay, so... 
let's get into summer making business and motherhood work. By the way, with summer, I find it such a kind of like, um, not a moving target as such, but it's such a, a f- slightly fluid thing to talk about just because I'm aware that, well, if you're in the southern hemisphere, it's definitely not summer for you right now as this is going live. And I'm also aware that um, I was having a conversation with one of the ladies who's in the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. She lives in the UK now, but she's from Norway. And she said in Norway, really, it's July that is summer. But in the UK, really, it's August that is summer. And when I say it's summer, I mean, as it pertains to like schools and children's holidays, (laughs) you know, kids being off school for the summer, because as mothers, that's often the kind of timetable that we're working to, right? Um, and so, yeah, so it can be a bit of a moving thing. And I know that in the in North America, often um, the school break starts earlier because I know that you guys, if you're listening from there, have a longer break. Um, what about where in the world you are? I know that we have listeners in Singapore because I see that um, this podcast was on the charts there recently and in Norway as well, actually. Um, I love seeing new countries appearing on these um, charts. And I love just knowing that we're um, speaking to mothers all around the world just makes me just smile my biggest cheese happiest of smiles just doing that right now <laughs> anyway I'm getting sidetracked my point is that summer is, you know you might be in the thick of summer you might be thinking about summer you might be feeling like you're listening to this towards the end of the summer it doesn't really matter because what we're talking about is having a business that supports you having a business that supports you as a mother having a business that you feel like you're not dropping the ball when you want to be the kind of present mother that you want to be when you have a kid home whether that's um, school holidays whether that's school shut for some other reason whether that's having a sick kid as mums we have you know I think I feel like we need to have kind of almost two ways that we're operating in business one when we are able to be in our business to whatever is the our fullest extent so for me in any given school week that is around 20 hours a week and then we also need to feel like we are not losing momentum that we're not dropping the ball that the revenue isn't drying up when we want to be just being there with our kids you know enjoying them while they're young making the most of those school breaks or looking after them when they're sick whatever that is so even though we're going to be talking about this within the context of summer because for most of us that's the biggest longest break that we are um I say dealing with but it can be like something that you love and enjoy and lean into so we'll be discussing that but it can feel like something that you have to deal with But really the principles at play here apply to any other time that you want to be um, just not in and as present in your business as you would at other times. So even if it's not exactly summer for you right now, the principles at play are still so relevant. So I would love you just to think about, let's just start with where you're at and let's use summer as a great example. Because like I said, what we learn from the lessons of summer, we can apply throughout life and business and motherhood, right? So Just think about how you feel about summer. Does it feel like just a massive juggle? Um, Do you feel like your business does that thing of winding down or even like grinding to a halt and then come September or August or whenever your kids go back, you feel like you've got to like start cranking the handle and start getting the motion motion going again. And it can feel like that constant like stop start or winding down and then winding back up again type of feeling that just feels quite effortful. Um, Maybe you actually just feel really overwhelmed and maybe you feel like you're swinging between that guilt of should be doing that thing in my business and should be being more present with the kids and should be more available to them and not really enjoying this day that I should be enjoying with the family because my mind's in my business and then in the business feeling like not really giving my business full attention because I feel like I should be out 
out there doing stuff because it's the sun is shining and it's making me just inherently feel guilty. Like, you know, we can really do that to ourselves, can't we? We can really just give ourselves so much shit as mothers with this business guilt and mama guilt, like just winging between the two and actually sometimes even experiencing them both simultaneously. And that is such an energy drain. I mean, if any of those things that I just described to you are resonating, just have a think about how much energy is kind of like leaking away whether or not you feel like you're juggling, that sounds exhausting. If you feel like you're doing that thing of it's everything winds down in your business and then you've got to crank the handle and wind it back up again, that sounds energetically depleting. Being overwhelmed is just, I mean, we don't even need to discuss that. We all know that that's energetically depleting. And then that mum guilt, business guilt dichotomy, whew, like that's also an energy drain. So First things first, if any of those are resonating, you're definitely not on your own. There's going to be so many people going, yep, me, nodding their heads as they're listening to this, whether you're on a dog walk or on the treadmill or (laughs) doing something else. I don't know why those two things specifically came to mind. Um, You're not on your own, my love. But the thing that I really want you to hear, and this is why we're here on today's episode, is that doesn't have to continue to be the case. Summer can be one of those things, and whether it's summer, like I keep saying, or some other period of time, can be something that actually fills you up and makes business go even better and just contributes to this beautiful, harmonious blend of motherhood and business. Even if that feels like the furthest away from you right now, it's absolutely possible. And it's possible um, and more accessible than you might even know to be true or to believe. So, If it's feeling like a struggle, a juggle or overwhelming right now, don't make yourself wrong for that. Know that you're not on your own, but also know you can change that. You can change your experience of that really quite um, swiftly and entirely. So let me paint a picture of what summer could be like for you instead. Um, I'm going to describe my summers to you. Now, not that my summers are the be all and end all. Of course, they are for me. (laughs) But I'm not saying that What makes a really great blend of motherhood and business in summer for me is what you want for you. So I will also just share a couple of clients' um, stories there too and what it looks like for them. Really the point is to show you that there is an alternative and this is just my version of the alternative, but you get to decide how business motherhood could be blending beautifully for you over summer or any other period of time that you feel like you can't be as present in your business as you might be otherwise. So for me, my summers are now, they didn't always look like this in my business. So I want to be really um, frank about that. But now um, we always work on a really similar schedule around um, any school break. So if I'm taking full time off, then I will just take full time off. So I typically take um, at least two weeks in August entirely fully off, disconnect um, from my business. Um, I always take two weeks at Christmas. I'm just as I'm recording this, I'm recording in advance because I'll be taking a week off at the end of May, beginning of June. Um, So I have like periods of time that we tend to kind of do similar times of year unless we're doing something um, significantly different. We tend to do similar sort of family holidays and then I just don't work when it's family holiday. Um, I used to, I used to still check in with clients um, because that felt good. But I think I was noticing over time that it just was actually good for me and actually good for my clients to just have that downtime. It gave them permission to do the same, of course, in their own business, which is actually really important because I need to always be aware of what I'm modeling um, as a coach and mentor and and, uh, business owner. 
But also, um, I'm always looking to, you know, serve my clients with that double energy of complete support and complete empowerment. So I'm always looking to move people towards more and more and more empowerment and being able to tune more and more into the answers that they have within them and I'm there to equally support them in doing that. Does that make sense? So I am never looking to create dependency. And so actually being able to take a couple of weeks break is just as important for my clients as it is for me because it gives them that little break that shows them that actually they can do this on their own and that being supported is a beautiful choice. So that's how I feel with my coach. And so that's how I always am aiming to cultivate a feeling for my clients in a similar way that I feel like I don't really want to contemplate (laughs) uh, doing business without having the support of my coach and the mastermind that I'm part of because I bloody love it because it just feels so good and because I know that I can move through my shit quicker when I need to and I can up level faster when I desire to. So I absolutely know that to be true and I know that I'd be fine um, if it all just went away tomorrow. So it's that kind of like double energy of enjoying, embracing and loving receiving support, but also um, feeling empowered and not reliant. So actually they're kind of like taking those full breaks started to become actually more aligned for those reasons for me. So I do that. Um, But in actually my daughter's school has a seven week summer break. So I take at least two full weeks off, but for the rest of the summer and all other school holidays um, throughout the year, which in the UK, there are many every six weeks we have a break. um, I always just default to the same two days per week pattern. And it's just very easy for me. I don't have to decide in advance. I don't have to overthink it. So one of the days, um, my mom, bless her soul, um, loves spending time with my daughter. So, and that's just a kind of like standing arrangement that we know and understand and that I am so eternally grateful for. Love you, mom. (laughs) I know she's listening. (laughs) Um, and then one day a week, um, my husband will take holiday um, and and take that time with um, our daughter. Sometimes he takes more holiday and then we're all off together. But there'll be at least one day of each school holiday week where he is hanging out with her, um, doing fun things. And it's a daddy-daughter day. So I always have just those two days. I could, um, you know, definitely find or ask for or, you know, secure more childcare than that if I wanted to. Um, but the reality is, is I actually really just embrace the breaks now and embrace that downtime. And for me, I really like that balance of having the two days in the business and then the rest of the week with my daughter. Um, I could, if I wanted to, and this is what I want you to hear, I could take the entire summer off and my business could be absolutely not just fine, but still booming, still Um, moving forward, still growing on the other side of it, because I know what is required for those two things to happen. But I actually just love my business and love what I do and love my clients. So at this point in time, I don't actually have a desire to take a bigger chunk of time off. So those are some important points. So I work much fewer hours. Um, I take chunks of time entirely off. And nothing slows down or grinds to a halt in my business. Now, there are some things that we, um, during school weeks, intentionally pause or um, prepare for, of course, but 
there is not this kind of stop-start feeling. There is not this loss of momentum feeling. And I think that's really the thing. And the other thing is because I know exactly how my business operates during these more down weeks, I'm not concerned with my business, which makes me able to be makes me much more able to be really present with my daughter and enjoy our time together more. So that's really what I want you to kind of like here is possible here is being able to just fully relax into and enjoy these periods of time and not feel like it's a constant tussle between conflicting priorities, but seeing them as things that benefit one another. So I love the two days that I spend in my business because it's those two days of just like kind of me time in a way. I see my business a little bit at this point as me time and that adult interaction and engagement. And then I have the other five days of the week, family fun, adventures with my daughter, hanging out, just having a really good time. So it just feels like that beautiful blend. And whatever that looks like for you, it can be the same. Um, and I have a client, um, one in particular, who's been doing this, I have clients who take off similar sort of similar amounts of time to me, but I also have a client who takes off the entire of August and always has done and just decided it's a non-negotiable. She just decided I just don't work in August, the end. And that has never harmed her business. And in fact, it's only helped it. And so that's what I really want you to start with considering where have you been at what would you like to be true for you during summer or other less business-centric periods? And how can you start actually cultivating beliefs that support that? So we're going to get break it down um, from there, essentially, because I really want you to know that whatever you've just heard and whatever resonated with you from how I described my picture of summer is absolutely possible for you and even better because you can have it even more... Um, in alignment with what actually suits you and what you desire. So let's break it down. I've got five things that I I think are really important for us to be thinking about if you want to be making summer and motherhood and business all work together. Number one, and I've already kind of said this, but it has to start with what you desire. What do you want, my love? We're really talking here about lifestyle design, which is one of the reasons, one of the many reasons that I bought the, brought the beautiful Katrina as a support coach into the Elevated Abundance Mastermind because lifestyle design is one of the, like, one of the most important aspects of what we help our clients with. Because when you think about it, most of us, if not all of us, like we would have started our business for like two aspects for the large part. Now, not everybody falls exactly into these two, but these are two really similar things that I see again and again. On one hand, a deep desire to serve people and provide a service or product that helps people in a particular way, just feeling very called to help people that way. And also because of the opportunities and lifestyle that having our own business can bring to us. So the financial freedom, the flexibility, the time freedom, all of that becomes available in ways that it is just not readily available in the corporate world, right? So we all know this, but that's why lifestyle design is so important because we can know this and yet we can bring, if we're not careful, a kind of corporate hangover into our business, start having certain expectations about how we have to show up or effort or spend time or hours or get shit done in our business. And suddenly before we know it, we don't have the lifestyle that we actually set out to achieve or we feel like it's something that we'll get to later once we've fill in the thing that you think you need here first. You know, once I've filled out my client spaces, then I'll start actually living the life I want to live. When I've started earning more money, then I'll actually start doing more of the things that light me up. And 
this just is not how it works. <laughs> we have to have to, <laughs> ha, have to, I don't know why I'm just really labouring that, have to, must, do not pass go until we have, start with what we genuinely desire. Not diluted, not filtered, not censored, not modified based on bullshit beliefs that we can't have exactly what we want. Just getting very, very honest with ourselves about actually this is what I want and then looking at ways to make it happen. It's so interesting how often we're really not living the kind of life that we would love to be living because we feel like it's not available, not possible, must be hard to achieve, must be something that's difficult to attain. And every single time I've done lifestyle design exercises with clients, without fail, they've every single time had a light bulb moment when they've realized that, oh my goodness, many of the things on this list that I've just created of things that I would love to be doing more with my life are available to me either entirely right now or in some way, shape or form um, right now or very soon. It's like, I should be surprised by it, but it, I've just seen it too many times now, <laughs> right? So this is what I really want you to hear. It has to start with what you want. So journal, tune in, meditate, do whatever you need to do, but just be absolutely brutally honest with yourself. What do you actually desire? What kind of life do you want to be living? Now, we're talking about summer here. So what kind of summer do you desire? But it kind of speaks more broadly to what kind of business and life are you creating here? Like, what's the point? What's the point of this? Because um, if you're not actually enjoying it and making moves towards and living more and more the lifestyle that you want, like may as well go and get a job, right? And none of us want that for you. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be your truth, right? So start there, start with what it is that you desire. The second thing um, is then we need to put that into action in some way. So if you're listening and you're one of my clients in the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, you take that to Katrina. She is amazing at reverse engineering what it is that you want for a lifestyle and just showing you, okay, here's now how we actually structurally make that your reality. Like this is one of her zones of genius. It's why I wanted to bring her into the mastermind and add in that, you know, expanded area of expertise there. But start with um, a list of things that, you know, you would like to be true about summer. So if it were possible for you to have any experience of summer that you desire, because it is, and it were possible for you to, for your business to keep moving in a way that you want it to, and it was possible for you to show up and be the kind of mother that you want to be during the summer, what does that look like? full permission to all of it. Maybe you want to work all summer and maybe your job is giving yourself permission to desire that and making that okay and getting the childcare that you need to make that happen. Maybe you don't want to work at all. Maybe you want a 50-50. Maybe you want some other split. Whatever it is, just be really, really honest with yourself. So that was number one. And then number two is to actually having had a look at, you know, the shape of your summer, what is the real essence of it? If you were going to boil it down, what would be the essence of it? So anytime we're looking to create, manifest, welcome in um, some kind of result in our life, whether that's the next client, a certain money goal, whether that's wanting to weigh a certain amount, like literally anything, it's always because of how we think it's going to make us feel. So what is that feeling for you for summer? Look at the thing that you tuned into for step one, and then distill it down, this is step two, to its essence, to its core. And think about, okay, what are the 
ways that I can be tuning into and adopting that energy right now, even if I can see that there's probably aspects of my business that might need to change or aspects of my life that I might need to kind of like rearrange or put into place. And, you know, sometimes these things aren't all solved exactly overnight. But what I can bet you for sure is that the essence of how you want to, your summer to feel is something that is accessible to you right now. So tune into that and start playing with, okay, what are our ways that I can be showing up in that energy? What are ways that I can be tapping into that energy? Even if some of the ways that I would ultimately like to tap in aren't immediately, immediately available, how can I be tapping into it in other ways? That, my love, is how you align your vibration with what it is that you want to call in rather than staying in the vibration of the quote-unquote problem. So the problem here would be, um, you know, summer feels hard, summer feels like a juggle, summer feels overwhelming, I don't understand how I can do this. All of those are the energy of what you actually don't want. So what we're looking to do here is to get clear on what you do want, then understand what is the energetic essence of it and how can you tune into it because when you tune into it then answers start appearing then aha moments then the right people the right resources start you know falling into your lap because you are now a vibrational match for the type of summer in this instance but you can insert anything that you're manifesting right the type of summer that you want to start enjoying. So that is step two, dial into the essence. And then the third step is to start looking at practical things that you actually can do. So depending on where you are at in your summer as you're listening to this, um, there might be too far you know, into it to actually fully implement all of them in time for this summer. That doesn't matter because actually often in a summer we learn the most about how we can be both enjoying this summer and then even setting ourselves up for the an even more next level epic summer or other school break or other period of downtime in our business the next time round. So we can really set ourselves up as well just by understanding some of these things. So Start making a list of practical things that you can do. So knowing that you get to have the kind of summer that you want, what are some practical things that you can do? Now, again, if you're in the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, this is something that Katrina can absolutely help you with. So you bring that to her call, that's you done. <laughs> if you're just listening, I'll give you a couple of pointers here. But maybe there are aspects of your business that are feeling, and to use, I'm just going to use Katrina's word, I'm sure she won't mind, crunchy in particularly, and they feel crunchier around the summer. So if that is feeling the case, start with them. What now from the vibration of the solution, which is the point of step two, what becomes apparent to you about how you can actually address that thing? So I'll give you an example. Let's say that um, one of the essences of summer for you is that you want to feel really relaxed and that that's kind of like for you the truest essence. You want to have like a relaxing summer. Now, if you tune into what is feeling the least relaxing and to use Katrina's term, crunchiest right now, maybe, and again, I'm just making this up, maybe you're working every evening and you feel like that's a trade-off you have to make to be able to um, keep moving business forward over summer, but you're feeling actually really resentful and it feels like an energy drain. Okay, so 
What are some practical actions that you can be taking now around that evening working? Is it simply a mindset shift about around working in the evening? Is it actually the thing around the evening is that your kid keeps <laughs> popping in and out of your office and interrupting you and it takes you three hours to do something that should take you 20 minutes because your attention keeps getting split and focused? Is it a boundary that needs to be put in place? Maybe with your child, maybe with the other person at home with you if there is one and saying like, hey, actually for this one hour, can you make sure I'm not interrupted? Here's why it's important to me. Like there's all manner of ways. So we're not talking here about the way to fix the problem because every person's going to have different pieces that are feeling out of alignment with the kind of summer they truly want to be living. But my point is, is that when you get into the vibration of knowing that you get to experience the essence of summer that you desire, then the things that are most urgently needing to be addressed will pop to the surface and there will be action that you can take. And there'll be things that you can do right now for this very summer that are gonna, okay, not maybe not get you to the full dream picture, depending where you're at in the summer, but that can actually alleviate some of the crunchiness to stick with that and can start moving you much further towards your ideal summer right now. But you have to be in that vibration of it being solvable. And then you have to also have the energy to take action on that because some of those actions will feel stretchy. We'll get into that in just a second. So that was the third step. Make your list of practical actions and start looking at some of the things that you can do now and then start putting plans in place to close out some of the rest of them, maybe after the summer, maybe in time for next summer, whatever that looks like. But there will absolutely be things you can do now. So the fourth step is to really use this as an opportunity. So what I mean by that is the times when I have been almost forced to um, really minimize my hours in my business, I've actually seen them as an opportunity to create some really significant change and to use it as a way of accessing so much else. Like what I what I mean by that is it's a way of tapping into this paradigm that I'm talking about all the time, all the time here on the podcast of it's not effort, hustle and hard work that get you results. I mean, it can be if you're still operating in that paradigm, but that's not the only way. So when time is reduced, then we have an option. We can reduce what we believe is possible for us or... <laughs> Or we can actually say, okay, well, then time for me to lean even further into this new paradigm where it is my energy that makes the difference. So that's just one of the opportunities, but there's lots of opportunities here. So I'm just coming back to um, when I've had my time feel squeezed before. I've probably shared with you before on this podcast that the, I think it was my very first summer in business. I was anticipating having a significant amount of childcare, like three or four days a week. And for various reasons, it didn't work out. And I was facing down the barrel of, you know, seven weeks of summer, a business that was actually doing quite well at that point, but I felt like it was early days still. So I didn't want to lose momentum and possibly only two days a week. And I thought, well, shit, <laughs> I'm going to have to really lean into what I know to be true here. But what I learned that summer practically and energetically uh, were so fundamental to how I've continued to shape my business going forward because I really fully understood that first summer, which by the way, during that August, I had at that point my biggest cash month to date. So 
I really kind of like almost proved to myself some of the energetics by having to lean into them and embrace them more fully. But I also just finally understood that sometimes actually having these opportunities of when we can't be in any way efforting and we can't take a ton of action, we are able to create so much because we're able to both tap into that energy that I've just been talking about, which comes to, you know, which is in alignment with this other paradigm, this other way of operating. We're able to actually, you know, lean into this paradigm of it's my energy that creates my results. And so once we are doing that and doing that, embracing it fully, uh, then we can't ever like go back or unlearn that. You know, once you've understood it and you've seen it work for you, then you're like, oh, this paradigm is, is for me. <laughs> I'm in this paradigm for life now. So, it gave me that opportunity, but it also gave me the opportunity from a practical point of view to understand that, oh, I get to always bring this lens of decision making to my business of, okay, how can we get this done then? How can we keep the needle moving on the business? How can we make sure that momentum doesn't decrease just because I'm not working as much? And that's coming at it from a better angle. And ultimately, I have a better business as a result because I asked better questions. It would have been so easy for me in that moment to be like, well, get I have to just put my business down. I guess I just have to be okay with slowing down and tailing things off. And I guess come September, I'll have to just pull my finger out and try and crank the handle. I could have really easily done that, but it was actually a really important and pivotal opportunity for me at that point. So maybe this summer is that same point for you. So in terms of using it as an opportunity, I think there's four things you can really think about here. One is... It, you have an opportunity to make some decisions about your business and really own them. So those decisions could be, um, it could be actually I'm pausing this particular project because it's not a priority right now. And then really owning it, not making yourself wrong. The decision could be that you're going to work a certain number of hours and make that okay and decide that it's enough. So this is what I mean about just making decisions and owning them. Because I think Often what happens, particularly around summer as mothers and business owners, is that we end up sort of doing things with a feeling of default, like, oh, I guess, you know, without even necessarily fully consciously processing it. It will have been a decision we've made, but we won't have done that totally consciously. We won't necessarily have brought a full intention to it. And as a result, we're not fully owning it. So for example, it's easy to subconsciously be like, well, I guess my business has to suffer. Well, I guess I just won't be getting those things done over there. And then that means this and coming up with these negative stories. Rather than really owning our decisions, making them from that place of empowerment, making that from that place that is backed by a belief of I still get to have what I desire, how much action or hours I put into my business is irrelevant. It doesn't actually stand in between me and my goals or my intentions or what I'm looking to achieve or create here. So do you see how that's like one of the most exciting opportunities here is to make decisions and really own them. So um, on one of our mastermind calls earlier, one of the ladies was bringing to the group that she um, has a significant birthday coming up in June and she really wants to just take the whole month off. But the way that she was asking questions around taking that month off and what she should quote unquote be doing as to as it pertains to signing other clients, etc. Um, it was really interesting because I could tell that she kind of made the decision underneath. She knew that she wanted to take the month off, but she hadn't given herself full permission 
and she hadn't fully owned it. So that was where I got her to start. I was like, you need to start by owning this, my love. If you're taking June off, don't do it with a feeling of guilt for your business. Don't do it feeling like there's going to be a negative impact. Don't do it the whole way through June feeling like, oh, but should I actually be doing this in my business? I was like, if you're taking June off, decide that you're taking it off, own that decision and feel good about it. It's what makes such a difference to how things then play out. So that's the first opportunity. The second opportunity that you have in the summer is to get help, of course. I know, now let's be honest because it's just us here, right? I know that it's really easy for us as mums in particular to dare I say it, I'm going to go there, my love, because I've been there. I know I have. So I'm guessing maybe you have too. Play the martyr card. Oh, it's not nice to admit, is it? It's not lovely. It's not a good, it's not a cute look. (laughs) But it is so something that I think many of us are familiar with, you know, feeling and whether or not we even know that we're doing it can be like, oh, I guess this all just falls on me. Oh, I guess I'm just sorting that out. Oh, I guess I'm just the one that worries about Aunt Margaret now that she's had a fall as well as arranging the three birthday parties that fall this summer as well as actually being responsible for all the childcare as well as you know I could go on we've all done it before and then feeling woe is me and why is nobody appreciating why is nobody seeing the sacrifice that I'm making and it's not it's not a great energy to be in is it we've we've all been if that's resonating don't make yourself wrong. No judgment. Like every, I'm expecting every mum out there is like, oh God, yeah, I've totally done that before. <laughs> I know I have at least anyway. So let's not do that. And what we, you know, as mums and business owners, something that really serves us, and it's actually like a, it's kind of a CEO skill, but I think it's actually something that's really important Um I was going to say weirdly, but really not weirdly, but it's also really important to model to our kids this particular skill. And it is the skill of noticing what we need. So whether that is support or assistance or help, whatever, and then asking for it. That sounds so simple, and yet it is such a skill, particularly for us as women, because we've been so socially conditioned to be the one providing the help, to be the one rushing in and helping everyone else, to be the one putting everybody else's needs before our own. And we've been so socially conditioned to believe that the, you know, the lion's share of childcare falls on us. The burden of housework falls on us. Like I could go on and, you know, I could get on my feminist and equality soapbox. <laughs> I'll leave that for another day. But really my point is, is, you know, don't beat yourself up if you found yourself in that situation where you feel like everything rests on you and your shoulders. But know that it doesn't have to continue being that way. But it has to start with getting real with yourself about, do I need some help here? Do I need to hire somebody in my business? Do I need to be a part of a mastermind? So I've got that support around me, people rallying me, helping me feel witnessed, giving me suggestions and having that true support to lean into. Is it asking your partner if you have one um, for what you need and telling them, okay, this is what I need from you, Um, handing over this responsibility? Is it asking a relative, a friend? Like, whatever that might be. Maybe it's getting a cleaner for the summer. I don't know, but there will be things that are going to make your summer feel more in alignment with that essence that we tapped into in step two. But you're going to have to ask for them, my love. You're going to have to ask for them and or take them, make them happen, whatever is appropriate. And I know that that can be stretchy and I know that that can be challenging. Um, But it's so, so important because 
it's not about necessarily even, you know, sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. But what I'm saying is it's not necessarily about, oh, I need to get loads of childcare and loads of help so that I can be there for my business. Maybe that is what you need. Maybe that is absolutely what you need. In which case, you know, and you feel that's true for you, permission, go and get it. Um, But it's actually a higher conversation than that. It's about knowing what needs you have and taking responsibility for getting them met and knowing that whether it's your business, your family, just life in general, it's not going to be sustainable and enjoyable if you aren't feeling supported, if there's nobody holding you. You can't be the one holding everything. You just can't, my love. I know that we kind of sometimes wish we could. I will just hold up this entire family, this business, and my friends and my community and all of the things. Don't worry about me, though. I need nothing. You know, it's just not realistic. So if you're holding a lot and holding a business and motherhood is quite a lot to hold at once, you need to be held. Who is holding you, my love? I really need you to have a think about that because uh, I see too many women just getting really burnt out and overwhelmed. And more often than not, it's because they have needs that aren't getting met and they aren't um, feeling able to ask for that help. And I know how challenging that can be. Um, And that's ironically then also something you might need support with (laughs) is actually being able to, you know, put boundaries in place, formulate asks around um, getting support you need, making empowered spending decisions to get the help you need, like whatever that looks like. I totally understand that that can come with a stretchy feeling and with challenges. But these are the things that unlock that summer for you and not just the summer the lifestyle in general you know and like coming back to your kids so that's a ceo skill right as a business owner we need to be thinking about and this is something that i train my ladies in the elevated abundance mastermind around the very first thing we do in the mastermind is i train them on here's how to get the most out of this investment and one of the aspects of that training is here's how to get the most out of the calls you need to get into a habit of regularly tuning in as a business owner and asking what do I need and what does my business need? And those can be two separate things. And then finding ways to make that happen, making that request. Now, obviously for the ladies in that group, we they have that support already there within the group. They can make that request inside of there. But it's just also a good CEO habit to be getting into so that we're not falling into the trap of it all being on us. Because if it is all on you, my love, Okay, you might be able to keep that up for a little while, but it is just not a sustainable long-term option. And that is not how we create and cultivate balance. And that is not how we have a summer of like joy and happiness and having a thriving business and a thriving family life at the same time. So the other thing that does, of course, is that when we have needs, know what they are and make sure they get met. That is really, really powerful modeling that we can do for our kids. Showing our kids what it looks like to be prioritizing our well-being, our you know, enjoyment of life, our whatever it might be, whatever need it is that needed to be met, whether that's some self-care, whether that's getting some help with some things. Do you want a child that feels like they have to take it all on themselves? No. Okay. In which case we need to be modeling this. And this is, this is the, the reason I'm mentioning that is because personally for me, anytime something's felt stretchy, if I can see how me doing that stretchy thing is actually going to help my daughter, whether or not she witnesses it in the moment or whether she just kind of like absorbs it energetically because they are so intuitive to things, even if they're not directly witnessing them, they pick up on them. Or even if it's just that I've got this now in my back pocket that I can tell her about, talk to her about when it's like appropriate or the right time or whatever. 
what a gift that is if I can model to her what I want for her when she grows up. And so the reason why I'm mentioning all this is because that's been such a great way for me to feel motivated to overcome my resistance to asking for what I need. So I don't know if that's helpful to you, but I um, I know that that's resonated a lot with um, clients that I've worked with. And so I just really wanted to share that with you. It's just a really great opportunity. And this is why motherhood and business actually do go well together because often the two can just um, feed each other in a really positive way. And that's just one small example. Okay, um, the third opportunity that you have is to, and I've already talked about this, play with energy to create money, results, attract clients to you, whatever is the thing. So we already um, mentioned this, but you know, when you are off for the summer or reduced hours for the summer or whatever, you don't have to put down the energetic ball. You don't have to completely drop it. You can stay tethered. And I like this word. I was describing this on a call with um, one of my mastermind calls recently. You can stay tethered to the thing that you desire, whether it's the clients, whether it's the impact, whether it's the income, whether it's all of those things. Stay tethered knowing that it's it's attached to you, not you to it. It's coming to you, but you've got like hands free. I think it's like a kind of a kind of like an energetic cord tethering you to the thing that you want from kind of like, for me, it's like your solar plexus or heart space. I don't know if that resonates with you, but this is just how I feel (laughs) and visualize it in my mind's eye and how the energetics of it feel to me. But what I feel like is that even when I'm not working in my business, I am still, you know, drawing this into me closer and closer, even if I've got my hands off. So I don't have to be holding it energetically. I am just tethered to it. And it is just coming closer and closer and closer every day, regardless of whether I'm working on my business. So another way of looking at it in case it's useful to come at this from a couple of different angles is something that I practice and something that I teach inside of Limitless Money, of course. By the way, Limitless Money is where you learn how to use your energy to create and receive more and more money on repeat. Um, you can get that on my website, corriejavid.com, if you're interested. But something that I teach inside of there is how I operate in business, which is one of the ways in which my summers are so damn enjoyable and profitable, <laughs> which is that on one hand, I will take whatever action feels aligned, feels like the smart business owner thing to do, feels exciting and whatever I have time for. And some days that's nothing and that's okay. On the other hand, and separately, I'm working on my energy and being open to and expecting more and more and more money to come in. They are separate, totally separate. They um, don't go hand in hand. They do not go together. One does not have to equal the other. I don't have to take a certain number of actions before I can get the client. I don't have to tick off a certain number of things from my to-do list before I can make that next money level. No, the action is a way of being in energy and energetic embodiment. It is a way that I can kind of show willing to the universe, which is what how the phrase that my, my coach likes to use. It is something that I can do. And separately, my energy is the thing that actually delivers my results. My energy is my point of attraction and it is what money is responding to because money is just an energy, right? So summer is a perfect opportunity to play with the energy of money because you can just be, you know, lying on the beach while your kids are playing in the shore, you know, on the shoreline and just, you know, feeling those abundance vibes, getting into the energy of, hmm, what am I going to do with that next 10k, 20k that comes rolling in? Hmm, it's going to feel so good. I can't wait. I'm going to do this. You know, you can be working on 
energetically playing with money regardless of whether you're working in your business and you know you can do that that could be like a five minute thing that you did and it counts you could be going for a walk in the woods and just noticing the abundance of the leaves on the trees and being like, wow, leaves on the trees are exactly like money, except there's more money in the world than leaves on trees. There's more abundance in the universe. And it's just always coming to me. Like this breeze is always coming to me. And I have no resistance to this breeze because it feels lovely in the same way money can... So do you see, like, those are just a couple of like very small examples, but do you see how much opportunity we have to play with the energy of money and for it to come to us in all manner of ways, including via our business, even when we're not working in it? And depending where you are on the woo-woo scale, if you're like, yeah, I don't know if the universe is really my source of abundance. Well, it is, and so are you, actually. Um, but the other thing that I like to point out is that every single thing you've ever done for your business any post you've created, any email you've sent, any conversation that you've had with somebody, whatever has already stacked up and is already out there working on your behalf, even when you're not working. Any client that you've helped, even if it was a pro bono client or any colleague who you helped, even before you realized that you were helping people in the way that you now help them and charge them, like whatever, it all stacks up, it all aligns, it all contributes and, it's, and it can all be conspiring to your favor when you opt into the belief and the expectation that the money just keeps flowing in and whether or not I work in my business doesn't have to stack up to that because we get what we expect. So if you expect your business and your bank account to dry up every summer, that's what you will get. When you expect the money to be coming in, then it is so much easier for it to flow to you. So that's the third opportunity. And then the fourth is to be able to, and this is kind of um, comes back to that tethering idea, is it's an opportunity to practice being really present in the moment. So one of the ways that we actually really enjoy our summer is, you know, when we're with family, being really present in that moment. When we are on our own, being really present in that moment. When we are working in the business, being really present in that moment, right? Same as any time of the year, but there's nothing that can ruin a summer more than feeling like you're always preoccupied, right? <laughs> like at any time, whether it's Christmas, whatever else. Um, so being present is actually something that will create more of that feeling of harmony and balance. And so it's a great time to practice it. Now, none of us like are like Zen master level uh, present experts, I'm guessing. So it's, it's a practice, right? And it's not about being perfect. But the more we practice it, the easier it becomes. And it becomes easier by having done some of these other things. So making those decisions and owning them because then you've let go of the pressure and any guilt. Getting help because then you're feeling like your bandwidth is less stretched. Playing with the energy of creating money because then you don't feel like you're worried about where the money's coming from. You know it's just flowing to you anyway. All of these things to help because they remove the sources of negative uh, mental spirals that can take us away and out of the moment. And... So the opportunity here is to really just practice being present and still staying lightly connected to your business even when you're not working in it. So we talked about being tethered to your next money goal, next client, whatever is the next result that you're pulling in. But similarly, you can feel like you are just kind of like loosely holding your business or your business is loosely holding you, which isn't even like next level, and that you don't have to feel fully disconnected from it. Now, what I mean by that, it might sound slightly contradictory when I've just told you like you get to practice being present, but stick with me. What I mean by that is you can still feel 
excited, energized by your business and take no action in it that day. And it doesn't mean that you have to be thinking about it all day and it's taking away from being present, but you can give yourself just these little one minute, 30 second, two minute, whatever, little pockets of time where you just feel really grateful for your business. You just feel really grateful in advance for the next clients that are coming to you, for the money that's coming your way. You feel just really excited for that thing that you know that you're going to launch later in the year, but it's not from a need to do things, must be achieving to get there. It's just that kind of like loosely holding, which is a really lovely energy to be in. Just that kind of like anytime that it kind of crosses your mind, you're just like, mmm, scrummy, <laughs> you know? And it's just a really nice feeling. So that's a way that you can actually stay connected with your business without um, it taking you out of enjoying the actual moment. And also it's a way of staying connected in a way that is kind of healthy and means that you don't feel like you're fully disconnected and then all of the energy around it has dropped and you've kind of basically snipped the tether between you and the things that you desire. And then finally, the fifth thing um, is just this last takeaway piece. And I've kind of already said this, but it just want to kind of really bring this point home, which is that the sum, that summer that I ended up without proper childcare and equal, and so, you know, I was working two days a week suddenly without a plan. And similarly, you know, the first lockdown that we had when I went from around 20, 25 hours a week to working 16 um, in like the blink of an eye, like uh, literally overnight and suddenly now had this additional responsibility of <laughs> reluctant homeschooler. Um, those times both changed my business for the better because of everything that I've just described because I had to get real on what do I want and what am I going to decide is still available to me I had to really tune into okay what is the essence of this period of time ahead I had to make some practical changes I absolutely had to make decisions and own them I absolutely had to get more help make sure my needs were met even more so particularly in lockdown right and then I also had the opportunity of course to just really uh, walk my own talk and lean more into it's my energy that creates my results and like I said that first summer was the making of my business in many ways because it really taught me how to structure my business in such a way that is sustainable but also the energy that I bring to it is the thing that sustains it and it sustains me but it also just taught me about you know asking better questions and made me create a business that is like really intentionally built to serve me during these times of of downtime and then obviously that meant that when um, we had that time crunch situation uh, in the pa- in the beginning of the pandemic, I was already, you know, so far of the way there because I already had the energy locked in place. I already had a lot of the support in place. I already had a lot of my business structures set up in such a way that meant that it was much easier to do that. But then it just gave me the opportunity to lean even more into the paradigm of using my energy to create my results, not my effort and my actions. And in that first year of the pandemic, my business grew like significantly, even though I was working 16 hour weeks. So this trip works. It's not just something I've made up. It's working for my clients too. So just in case you need that little bit of evidence, the evidence is there. This gets to be true for you as well. And one last thing to remember is that business is never done. So one of the one of the 
kind of like weird skills that I think has really served me and to getting to this point and beyond in my business is being able to be okay with things not being done. There is always stuff I haven't done, always. There is always stuff that I need to get to and things I'm okay with letting wait and being able to learn to make peace with that and be okay with that and not make it mean something about what's available to us and what, you know, or mean something about us as a person has been absolutely fundamental to both my peace of mind and my ability to continue showing up and my ability to feel balanced in my kind of like life motherhood business mix. So business is never done and success isn't at the bottom of your to-do list. So if you take away nothing else from this episode, please take away that because that will actually just really serve you through this summer, right? So even if things slow a little on the action-taking side, it doesn't have to mean anything significant or anything at all for your results. So just really hear that because I think it's so easy to get into this trap that this lie that we're fed that, okay, being more productive, getting more things done, that's the key. It really isn't. It really isn't. Okay, my love, if you've enjoyed today's episode, do you know what? You would absolutely love it inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. Just saying. It's where we talk about these things in more depth. We give you your own bespoke, tailored support, creating a business that not only you love and lights you up, but it supports you to be able to take that time off with your family, to be able to have the funds, the financial freedom to do really fun, cool shit during that time that you guys have off together, right? Um, And whatever else that would mean to you, it's where we make that your reality. If you want to access the earliest of birds special that I'm running, then head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. It is where you need to be. And we're only running this for a couple of weeks and then this opportunity goes away. So you'll still be able to join the email waitlist, but this earliest of birds um, opportunity will just poof be gone um, and be snapped up by the people who snap it up and then that's it. So um, with the earliest of birds special, you'll have the opportunity to chat with me and talk about saving your space for the autumn cohort of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. You will be able to have access to limitless money if you do decide to join, which is worth $597. And by the way, that would make an amazing way to spend your summer because it's all audio. You could be laying on the beach, doing laundry, another one of those chores that never ends. <laughs> you could be, you know, doing all manner of things, sitting while your kids are watching something banal on TV and just discreetly popping an e- earphone, <laughs> earphone, earbud, airpod, you know what I mean, and be up leveling your money mindset and transforming your relationship with money and welcoming more in. Like how easy is that ultimate hack? So you get limitless money for free when you join. If you're a limitless money, student, then you get the value that you paid for limitless money off your first month inside the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, which is a cool thing to know. And the earliest of birds special also means that you get to say yes to yourself now. And all my days, by the autumn, I know you're going to have all manner of celebrations to share with me and your new Mastermind sisters because cool things start happening when you say yes to yourself. Life starts shifting, changing, and rearranging to get on board with, oh, okay, she's serious. This is happening. Let's make it happen. So, oh, and also, of course, you can access to an exclusive earliest of birds discounts. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate and never forget, my love, you are limitless. Bye for now. 
Have you been enjoying today's show, my love? Then help your business bestie out. Head over to iTunes now and leave a review. The team and I pour our best energy into bringing you this show each week, and so it would make us so happy to see your review. Plus, we're known to surprise and delight our reviewers, so if you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit and send it to team at coryjavid.com, I can guarantee a little treat will be winging its way to you.